Hello, everyone. Welcome to Our Ashes World. Today, we have a special guest, uh, Rachel Senior. Welcome to Our Ashes World. Thank you. Wonderful. Yeah. Now, I, I always ask uh, all, all the guests to briefly introduce themselves in, in a brief sentences, which is actually tough to do. But uh, <laughs> here we go. This is your first challenge for today. Well, I'm Rachel Senior. I'm a pastor. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a songwriter. And I am a big dreamer. I dream a lot. Um, and um, I have six kids. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. So um, I'm, 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 I'm ready to, I'm just taking on many hats in the world right now. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're very busy. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. So uh, the, the dream part, we really will focus on here in a moment. But we uh, have your book, your latest book, The Business of Dreams. Five ways to maximize the linear relationship between your purpose, your business, and economic success and your dreams. And the dreams part is really what I'm very interested in. So let's talk about your book. Yes. So um, this book, basically, I actually um, got it from a dream. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> got it from a dream. And um, really, it was a lot of um, 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 time to sit um, and realize how dreams have played a part from history. I'm talking about from Bible to historical to some contemporary and how many times dreams have been integral in setting people up for their greatest business successes. Um, when we tap into the dreams, there are actual factual information, insight, um, 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 in uh, foresight in our dreams that give us access to who we're supposed to be. Absolutely. I fully agree with you. And if, if we look at history, again, it was used as an oracle. I mean, dreams were the signs from beyond telling us what to do, and we were guided by them. And then we somehow lost touch with that. And even like currently, I think, in terms of psychology, it's seen as well, it's kind of remnants, it's going through the day and so it's like a cleaning mechanism. It's so much more than that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Absolutely. I, um, I actually say and talk about it in my book, how um, the, the Jewish population, the Jewish culture, um, statistically, they, they are um, one of the most successful people um, in entertainment, in um, business, retail, um, most successful, statistically speaking, um, ethnic group of people. But what is so important to know about that is they are also very heavy on their dreams. They, they, they're very intuitive before they go to bed at night. They are expecting, they're expecting um, um, answers. They're expecting God to speak answers to them in their dreams. They're saying prayers before they go to bed at night saying, give me the insight. And, you know, Larry Page, he's the founder of Google. He's a Jewish man, but guess where Google, the idea of Google came from? It came yeah. out of a dream. So I just believe that if we begin to go back and begin to tap back into the information that we are given, privy information we're given into our dreams, we will begin to see some of those successes in our greatest platforms. It is as simple as that. I just remember when as a university grad, I had to write an essay on uh, French philosophy and uh, on Jean-Paul Sartre, and he showed up in my dream. And he mm -hmm. actually worked with me and gave me some tips, which I put and I included him as well with collaboration from the philosophers. So, but it was actually really good. It was very useful information that was given to me. Yes, yes. And, you know, just even going back in the, when you go to the Bible of everything, um, the kings 
They got answers from the dreams. They're literally seeking answers in the dreams for how to win a war or for how to sustain. There's a particular story in the Bible where it talks about Pharaoh who gets a dream and the dream that is interpreted says there's gonna be seven years of famine and seven, well, seven years of abundance and then seven years of famine. So because of that dream, he begins to plan in those seven years of abundance for the seven years of famine. So he's racking up and stocking up and getting all these things. So when the actual famine hits, he is the only person operating. Like his business is the only one operating and being the answer to other businesses. So you know, how many things are we looking over and missing and then certain disasters hit, but we already had the answer in our dreams for how to get through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when we look at dreams too, in this sense, I mean, we have this dream, which is our desire, we want to be this. And especially when we're younger, we have a certain dream, we want to be follow this profession, become this kind of person. And, and then we, we kind of lose touch with that. But there's the dream that kind of our deepest uh, desires, and there's the dreams that we have while we're sleeping. And there is overlap between them as well. Yes. Absolutely. I, um, um, it, it's so funny. Um, you bring that up. I, I actually do. I have a dream. I have a business of dreams enterprise and, and part of it includes a dream college where I work with students to dissect and interpret and help them to strengthen their dream communications. And one of the students in my class, um, she's a, a writer. She's an author. She has several books that she's been writing, but it's through a dream that she got information about her becoming a screenwriter for some of these books. Mm -hmm. And a movie that came from the dream aligned her with what she wants. She's always known in some shape, way or form that these books, they, they're gonna probably be a movie, but then here comes the dream that comes and kind of confirms Hey, I said what I said. This is who you are. And that's what dreams do sometimes. Sometimes they're coming to encourage us to stay on the path for which we were already purposed to be on. Sometimes they're coming to let us know, don't get off. It may be difficult. It may look crazy, but this is still what you're supposed to do. And I say all the time, oftentimes it's the what's in our dreams is more real than what we see in our waking world. I like that. I like that very much. What are some of the uh, key principles then of the business of dreams? Do uh, um, you have five key principles uh, in your book? Yes. So five ways to um, manifest these dreams because oftentimes people have dreams and they just get put to the side and nothing comes from them. Mm -hmm. But um, out of the dream, God gave me five principles. And the first principle is respect the dream. First, yeah, you got to respect sure. it enough to actually want to dissect it. You know, like you said earlier, our culture has gotten away, you know, this generation has gotten away from the dream. You know, if some people say, oh, something I ate, oh, that dream was crazy. Oh, that's not gonna happen. So there's not enough respect for the dreams. Whereas historically, they used to go and seek out the meaning of these dreams. They used to go and see what it is. So first you gotta have respect enough for the dream to want to seek it out. The second principle after you have the respect is you have to interpret it. You mm. have to get the right interpretation of the dream. Um, oftentimes I say dreams are um, symptoms and the interpretation is the actual treatment, <laughs> you know? And so if we have the dreams, that means the dreams are the symptoms and we got to figure out what the diagnosis is 
sorry, that the, the interpretation is diagnosis. And you have to figure out what the diagnosis is. So once you have the dream, you've got to understand the diagnosis of the dream. What is it that's being told to you in the dream? What is it that's being said? Oftentimes dreams come in parable form, you know, symbolic, um, you know, it takes some seeking inside of them. So you got to interpret it. And I always encourage people that one of your greatest business um, connections to have is a connection to a dream interpreter because they can help make some decisions or help guide you to some decisions that you need to know when you're making your greatest business moves or your greatest business launches. So the second thing is interpret it, but interpret it from a gifted interpreter. Interpret it from somebody you know has the gift to interpret from um, the, the dream. The third who would that thing- be? Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Who would that be? Like, who is there like, is that, does that exist a dream interpreter? Is that uh, well, a profession? Are, <laughs> <laughs> well, there are people um, that, that do, I, I, I'm connected with, that do um, interpret dreams and have been doing it for quite a while. But I would encourage everybody listening today to connect to the business of dreams because we have a network of dream interpreters okay. that would definitely help to interpret these dreams and then coach. And, and let me say that too while I'm there. Um, I believe that it's important to have a dream coach so that once you get the interpretation, that you can coach them into what they're supposed to do next. Because right? a lot of it reminds me also of psychoanalysis and that kind of like there's the analysis of getting into it, which I which I, I very much respect as well because it's like opening that that path to their subconscious and and so on. But we can also take it in a different direction and not just seen as like from a psychological. And you have a degree in psychology, so so you're, you're aware of that all of this. But also yeah. take it to a, in a different direction because I find psychoanalysis. It's wonderful, but it's also limited in certain views on things. So to expand that, and uh, yes, so that's what I was hoping for. There are people who can interpret that, but not just on a, on a limited basis. Exactly, and you know that you bring that up. I was just sharing with somebody. Um, there is, um, you know, a psycho, um, um, what they call it, the psychotherapy that includes um, dreams that they, that even psychologists have understood that mm -hmm. there are some things in our dreams that can lead us and counsel us into our greatest well-being. So there are actual practices and actual counselors who are now being trained, um, under, like you said, kind of limited. So there hasn't been, they're not deep into it yet, but they understand there's an understanding that dreams have something to do with who we become and how we succeed. And so um, once you interpret that dream, even some of these counselors, they take the symbols and they help represent and interpret what they mean. Then I talk about the third one is understanding the why, identifying why you had the dream. So um, from my perspective and from what I was given, um, I understand that there to be seven different, I call them business functionalities that dreams will take. Um, one is a conception dream. This is the dream that's showing you what you're going to birth, what you're going to launch. So such as Larry Page, when he had the dream about Google, Google was something that was birthed. Stephanie Myers had a dream about the scene in the book Twilight and Twilight became a box office hit. So there were conception dreams that people have where you're getting a glimpse or something of what you're getting ready to birth that's going to set you up in your successes and put you on your platform. Then you have what I call I am dreams. And these are the dreams that you were kind of talking about, Arash, when you said, you know, sometimes we have desires to be certain people, then in your dream, I am dreams will show you doing something you never thought you would do. 
For example, I had a dream that I was on the Grammy Award stage winning a Grammy Award for, or some award stage winning an award for best songwriter. Okay. And, you know, I love to write songs, but I never took it to that extent in my head that, oh, I could, I could do that. But that's exactly what dreams will do. They will show you where it is that you're going to succeed or where it is God wants you to be. Um, even in the, in the Bible, um, Joseph had a dream that he was going to be a governor <laughs> and he his whole family were breeders. They, they, they were shepherds. It's like, whoa, what are you talking about? But that's exactly what happened. And so um, it's very important that when we have I am dreams, we don't dismiss them like it's some fantasy. That means there's something that we need to begin to do to align our lives to what we saw in the dream. Then there are, um, I call them preparatory dreams, where dreams that show us what's going to happen so we can prepare ourselves not to fall into debt or not to fall into famine or not to fall into disaster when it happens. It prepares us to get through it right. Then there is instructional dreams that provide instructions. <laughs> then there's corrective action dreams that could correct some things that you may thought you had done was right, but they're showing you, hey, that wasn't what you should have done um, because it'll correct you. There are other dreams that I call decisive action dreams that show you the decisions you need to make that are hard for you to make that you would not have made. For example, if you have to make a decision to move to a different place um, that you're used to certain things, those are dreams that are giving you decisions that you need to make. And then there are what I call problem solving dreams that will actually be giving you answers. Um, Ilias Howie, he created the sewing machine, but he was working on the sewing machine for so long. He, and he, he, he couldn't get it together. And then he had a dream that showed him the eye and the needle. And he said, oh, that's what I'm missing. And then bam, the sewing machine came. So the answers in our, are in our dream. So you gotta figure out which kind of dream am I having? Yeah. Was this a dream that's birthing? Is a dream that's instructional? And, you know, I, I teach about that in my classes and in my school and in my coaching seminars. Um, but that's number three. Once you know your why, then you can begin to respond better. You can begin to make the right plans. Um, the fifth step, sorry, the fourth step is meditation and prayer. Hmm. You, you have to take a moment to sit with the dream and, 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 and allow um, God to speak on the dream more, sit on it, pray on it, do whatever you have to do to get that dream in your heart, because there are going to be things that are going to happen. That's going to make you feel like that dream is nothing. And so the more you put that dream in your heart, the more you sit on that dream, the more you say that dream, the more you write and record that dream, the more that dream becomes a part of you and the more your actions align with that dream. Yeah, and so then, just to point that out, I mean, that is very important. And so once you have it to, to kind of protect it too, especially even like whether it's an actual dream you had or a dream you've been having as a, as a kid, to make sure that others don't take that away, don't belittle you, they don't... Um, no, they don't make uh, um, make fun of it and so on to to kind of protect it from 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 criticism too in many ways because if it's a cherished dream uh, we we have to be careful with that and often we also lose sight again that's what happens when we're growing up when we lose sight of like oh actually as a kid I really wanted to become a, a police officer or a, a writer or, <laughs> or, or 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 a singer so and just to be to be aware of that so I like that that meditation uh, would you say a dream journal would also be helpful to kind of uh, uh, sift through it and filter through the information 
Absolutely. I can't tell you um, how many students, um, when we're doing it, they'll pull back a dream from six, two years ago um, and be like, oh my goodness, this is this is what's happening right now, you know? And and I, I, I talk about this man in my book, his name was Simon Lee. He has a um, really successful business called Buy On Purpose, but he kept having this dream. He kept having this dream where he kept seeing the number 50 just flashing. And he had it reoccurring like for months and he could never figure out what it was. So he went, he went into prayer. He went into meditation. He took some counsel from different people and clergy. He's like, I don't know what this means when I keep dreaming it. And after months of sitting on it, months of meditating, months of praying, months of fasting, he realized and interpreted that that dream was showing him what his business was about to be, that he was going to launch a business and he was going to give 50% of his profits away. And he launched that business 2010 and has been flourishing ever since. I mean, a millionaire and still giving 50% of his profits away. But it took him sitting with that dream and not letting that dream go. And there are so many people that um, um, that realize I, I had that dream when I was a little girl that I was going to have a school. And now I'm, I'm feeling like, oh, well, look, <laughs> you were getting it so a long time ago. So we have to we have to begin to guard the dream. We have to begin to protect the dream and do what it takes to sit on it so that we believe that more than what we see while we're awake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of these dreams that you're talking about, I've I've experienced one way or another. I have uh, really weird dreams often, and I'm just trying to figure them out. And some of them is probably just nonsense. But there's a lot of dreams that make sense sometimes when we, again, think about it and look back. Uh, my wife has more prophetic dreams than, than I do. And she had these dreams of tsunamis and waves and so on. And we thought it can't happen here. We won't be we won't having tsunamis. But it was uh, what happened with COVID. So those are waves. So we have to think also like, it's not exactly what you see, it's what it represents or to exactly. you symbolically and so on. Yeah. And so once you do that, then it's like a key that opens these, these doors that you didn't think existed in the first place. Absolutely. And that's one thing that I also teach. Everybody has their own dream language. Mm -hmm. exactly. there, are, there, there, are, there are symbols that mean something to you but to somebody else, it could mean something different. You know, God knows how to communicate to us the way it, it, it relates to us. So I always encourage people when you see certain things or certain people or certain stuff over and over again, you got to begin to understand that's a that's a language. That person means something. Um, that thing means something. Um, those those symbols mean something. And so there is what I, I call, and I can get into this so deep, but I can't to, for the sake of time. But, you know, I talk about we have literal dreams, we have metaphorical dreams, we have symbolic dreams. Um, literal dreams, you dream it, it happens. There's nothing to interpret. It's just, it is what it is, black and white. And then you have the metaphorical dreams that are dreams that speak to your language. These are dreams that you would be able to interpret um, um, more so because these symbols that are being used in these dreams or these um, allegories or um, uh, metaphors, 
you can relate to. Like if you see your dad in a dream, their dad could actually mean something that as your dad was to you, right? And so uh, for me, when I see my dad in my dream, he actually, my dad is no longer living, but when I see him in my dream, 99% uh, of the time, he represents divine instruction for me. So when I see my dad in a dream and he talks to me, I'm, I'm, I know what's coming for me, right? And so um, you have to learn your language. Uh, but then there are symbolic dreams that it has nothing to do with your language. It's like whatever language God wants to use. You have to really sit down and research this stuff. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, what? Why am I doing the pineapples? What does that mean? You know, and 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 so one one particular time I dreamed I just kept sucking on a bunch of pineapples in a cup, and I'm like, what in the world is that? But then when I begin to research and understand what pineapple symbolizes naturally, um, it's uh, it's a symbol of welcoming. When you go to Hawaii, the symbol um the the, the um pineapple welcomes and ultimately what the dream was telling me is that uh you're, you're you're going into a new phase of your life that i'm welcoming you into a new a new thing in your life and it, exactly that is what has been happening so you you have you learn those things and we talk about those things but you have to meditate on those dreams and you have to sit because they don't just come you know two minutes in right and you have to be able to do that so you can catch it because dreams like the, they like to fade away I like a vapor and you yeah. got to catch it and talk about ways to do that as well. But yeah, you got to meditate and pray on them so that they stay there um, because they, they are, they are instrumental to where you're going. And then lastly, you got to respond to them. Good. You yeah. can't get the interpretation and then pray on it and then go, Oh, that's what it means. And put it down. There's a response plan that you got to put into action. And I actually give different response plans according to the type of dream that it was. So you have to be able to respond to bring the dream into full manifestation. And this is something that they practice biblically. This is something that they practice historically. I, I named people, um, James Cameron, big, big, big producer. Um, he was actually producing movies way before Terminator. But Terminator was the one movie that put him on the map. And he dreamed that. He dreamed the cyborg. And so he, he, he responded. The next thing is, are we responding to our dreams? But if we can get that, lock that in, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What I really like is throughout, there's a path that we can take. So it's in our hands. It's our choice. It's not something that comes, the dreams come to us, but then we, what do we do with it? And I think that is hugely important. And I see it as, as guidance, like you're saying of like, okay, there's a roadblock ahead or this could happen, or you can take this path and it's better than the other path. So, and be, be kind of counseled by that and, and driven by that, but we do have to take the action. Now, one of the issues I think we have is often we don't have faith in ourselves or in our dreams or, or what we can accomplish. So it's, it's kind of fine tuning that I think will be very important too, to connect with that, with ourselves, our dreams. So it's, it's really important to, to have that, that kind of faith. I kind of lost you just. Yeah. So to have faith in, uh, in, in ourselves and in these dreams that are coming to us. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's very important that we build our, our faith in that area um, because, um, I, you know, I, I use the story um, in the book, um, but I also 
also use it where I go and I coach um, about the story of Gideon's army with 300 men and they oh, had yeah. to go and fight against 100,000 men. Yeah. Um, and Gideon was really afraid <laughs> um, to do that. And in the Bible, God says, hey, I'm going to do something to encourage you so that you will have the faith to go on. Mm-hmm. And you know what he does? Mm-hmm. He lets them hear a dream. he he lets him hear a dream and the dream shows him that he has victory over these men and so oftentimes if we can trust if we can trust that the information that we're getting is not our own it's not our own it's like it's like it's like god's like i know while you're awake you hear a a whole bunch of stuff you see a whole bunch of stuff so i'm gonna get you while you're sleeping and i'm gonna tell you and show you some things while you're resting that i need you to hang on to and if you would hang on to those things the business of dreams i i i i've always been a dreamer all my life i have but never in a million years had i ever took in or thought the concept through of how dreams are really significant in establishing who we are business-wise, purpose-wise. And then as I begin to think, man, you've been guiding me through my dreams my whole life. And, and it's a dream that no matter how crazy it sounded, what kind of business is that? Who's going to believe that dreams are? But I kept moving. I kept moving because I kept saying, but the dream said it, the dream said it, the dream said it. And because I kept moving, I began to make different connections. I began to make different um, coaching connections with business people. And it, it was it was clear that this was the direction that I was supposed to go. So even though things will look a certain way, use the dream. The <laughs> dreams are like your medicine. It's like your 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 source to, 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 to still remember, still have faith. That's God's gift to you, the dreams. Yeah, so, and I can see the connection now, again, between personal and professional transformation. And it's that the connection between the two and so a kind of a very holistic view is like your profession should align with who you are. And we often, again, don't see that because we it's kind of separated. And this is my work. This is what I do, but this is who I am. And I think if we can put them all together and again, follow that dream that really resonates with us, we can be so much happier with our jobs too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember, um, Arash, I remember um, a young lady, um, a very, very, very great. I mean, she is amazing business coach. I mean, has so many clients, but I had a dream about her and I dreamed that she was getting ready to, she was being offered major contracts with some big corporations, but in the dream, she was looking sad because she couldn't take the contract because she didn't have a certification that she needs to have taken in class. And I come to her in the dream and I say, just go take the certification. Like if you don't take it, it's gonna limit you to how far you're going to go. So when I had the dream, of course, I got up the next day, I told her the dream. And I said, listen, I don't know what's going on in your life right now, but you need to take, it's a class you need to take because there are things that are coming to you. And you know what she said to me? Hmm. She said that she literally been struggling with going back to school for this one class that she knows she needs to take, but she didn't feel like doing it. And she's been going back and forth. And then a week later, a contract was offered to her. Oh, but wow. they asked her, did she have the certification? And she didn't. So guess what? She's in school right now doing that. And that was 
That was instruction that came from a dream mm -hmm. that positioned her for her best and most successful contract. These are the kinds of dreams that people are having. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's like money that's lying on the ground, but you just walk it, past it and you're not exactly, picking it up. <laughs> exactly. I said that. I was like, there's hidden wealth in your dreams, people. Yeah. There's yeah. money in your dreams, but we've got to get back to the place where we respect them enough to understand that. Um, I realize if you go, if you go through the Bible and you look at the people who had dreams or who's respected dreams, they were wealthy people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they were wealthy people and it's because they were so driven and so um, um guided by the information that they were being given from a dream like how can you beat divine information and they don't give up because you feel like emboldened by that it's like i gotta keep trying because it will lead to something and they have that faith again because of probably of those dreams which reinforces it's like yeah you're on the right track keep going don't stop because if you stop right there when you're just about to make it i always think of the beatles when they it wasn't working out for them and they were just uh, one night it was like well should we continue and they said yeah we gotta keep continuing and should they have stopped we would not have had their music and they wouldn't have been as successful as they were so it's it's knowing that and being aware of like yes this path if it's the correct one it's gonna lead to um to to success again exactly. success happiness not just financial exactly. success yeah and you know it's funny you bring up the beatles because yesterday the song yesterday the hit song it was in a dream yes, yes. Was a dream. yes that's true <laughs> it was in a dream so it's like if you really look at the connection here all it, all you got to do is, again, have that faith, believe, and take get in tune with your dreams. I, I think, actually, uh, Billy Joel uh, used dreams, too, for his music. He'd wake up and then start playing on the piano immediately so he doesn't forget the tune that's, that came to him. Yeah, so it's, it's wonderful. And so many people are using it, as you're saying. So many celebrities, so many people in history. Uh, and all that. I just want to briefly also touch upon your enterprise, your business of dreams enterprise. Uh, what is it about? How did it start? What uh, what do you do? Uh, anything that you'd like to share about that? Yes. Yeah, so on the whole business of dreams enterprise, again, it all came out of a dream. Um, I, in my dream, I was being um, I was being walked into a big bank to a CFO who mm -hmm. I was going to meet. And I didn't know why I was there. I thought I was at the bank to become a tailor. But then I realized I'm not here for be a tailor. They're sending me to the CFO. I have a meeting. And, at, and I'm sitting there going, why am I here? And the CFO, he looks so tired. He got uh, his, his, his desk is full of stuff. And he's looking like, oh, I just don't know. You know, and I'm like waiting to meet with him and don't realize why. But when I wake up from the dream, um, I hear that your, your bank, in other words, your success is going to be in the dream teachings of business, business teachings and dreams. And, and so I begin, that's when I begin to study and I begin to really, really, really look at dreams from the aspect of business and, and economic success. And that's how business of dreams begin to get birth because I realized um, going back to the story in the Bible about Pharaoh when, when Pharaoh is saying, I had these two dreams. I don't know what they meant. Please help me. Joseph comes in, Joseph interprets the dream and then Joseph gives him instructions to do based on what, what he gets out of a dream. So what Business of Dreams Enterprise is doing is taking the dreams that people are having, helping interpret those dreams, 
and then connecting them with the right coaches that will then take the information of those dreams and coach them through that information. Oftentimes we're trying to get a business coach and we don't even know if we're in the right lane or if that's what you're supposed to be doing. But if you can sit down, interpret these dreams, then take that knowledge and then connect to the right coach, then you will be successful in the area that you're going. So that's what business a dream is about. And so coaching in corporate, coaching and, and personal, just coaching people um, to get their dreams interpreted so that they will move in the way they're supposed to go. And then the other side of it is it's a school. There's a school to help people to interpret their dreams. There's a school to help people to understand their dreams, to strengthen our dream communications. Arash, I can't tell you how many people tell me, I dream, but I forget my dreams every time. Like, I, I, I don't know how to remember them. And so I help people remember and catch those dreams so that those dreams do not fall to the wayside. And you'll not believe how many people come in not remembering, but leave remembering every dream that they've had. And then we take those dreams and then we create the business plans out of those dreams. We learn what not to do out of those dreams. We know what we should do out of those dreams and we walk them through. And so that's what Business of Dream Enterprise is all about. It's about waking people up to get back. I say getting back to the business of dreams, getting back to what's in the dreams that successfully make us the businessmen and women and holistically well-being. Because there are also dreams that tell you what to eat, what not to eat, to keep your body. So taking us back there and helping people to see their greatest successes. And that's what it's about. It reminds me a lot of uh, Inception, Christopher Nolan's film Inception, where they go into the dream and the dream and then they plant the seeds. But so what you're doing, though, which is fascinating because you're looking at the root. What's the root? What's the core of the person? And then build on that instead of just like trying to prune the tree, but you don't know what it's about. So you're just really getting deep down and then build it from there. I, I, I really uh, I really like that method, that approach. Yeah. 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 And it works. It works. It mm -hmm. works. And it's, it's similarly what, what I did. Um, when I had the dream about business of dreams, I went to a business coach like, so I had this dream and, and I know that there's this whole business thing. And I had six, I had six pages of this book written. And I said, I don't know what the thing is. I couldn't even articulate it. But I said, here, read these six pages. Maybe that'll help you kind of figure out what I'm doing, but I need some guidance on how to put this together because I know it's something. And that business coach took my information and helped me and guided me to create what is now Business of Dreams Enterprise, what is now the school that has over 20 students already. And it's just launched in April and, and, and so many connections, but it took me taking the information and then connecting with the right coach that will bring me to where it needs to be. So basically you, you went through this and now you're giving advice to everyone else. And that makes it Absolutely. so much Absolutely. more trustworthy and believable yes. because it's working for you. It will work for others as well. Yes. Absolutely. All right. So the book is uh, The Business of Dreams, Five Ways to Maximize the Linear Relationship Between Your Purpose, Your Business, and Economic Success, and Your Dreams. Uh, Rachel Senior, thank you so much for being on Rash's World. I would say, I would uh, describe you here briefly as a big dreamer dreaming big. Does that make sense? <laughs> a big dreamer dreaming big, yes. <laughs> thank you so much for being on Rash's World. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Take care.